So if you are defined, if you have the sacral center energy, then you would be a generator type, generator or manifesting generator like myself. And when you desire something, when something excites you, you can create the energy to do that thing, to take it on. You feel excited and you feel like you could just have the energy to do it all day. It's a responding to something that excites you, deciding yes or no based on your vocal gut reactions. It is a gut response. That's where your sacral center is. And it's this consistent feeling when you desire something to create the energy to have that thing. And this powerful energy can feed other people. People can feel it. It's like this infectious, like, oh my God, I want to I do this too. I mean, I want to use that energy all the time too. However, if you aren't excited by something that you're about to do, you will not have the sustainable energy to do it. Welcome to the No BS Human Design Podcast. I'm Adriana Keefe, human design coach and motivational speaker. I went through my quarter-life crisis in my 20s and had to learn how to navigate through finding what I was meant to be doing with my life. I refused to believe in the culture that said we were all meant to have the same path and boring careers until we retire and die. And along my journey, I found human design, a system that reveals your energetic blueprint, showing you where and how to access your body's consciousness and how to live as your true self. Human design changed my life, so I started sharing it with others and changing their lives, but we were all finding the same problem, a lack of resources that explain the system in easy and useful ways. So I created this show where we dive deep into the lessons of the human design system without the BS and the noise you find on the internet. Listen in for lessons in human design, finding your purpose, manifestation and spiritual practices, human design within business, and so much more. We connect with other experts in the human design and spiritual realm in a refreshingly honest way to help you find your way along your spiritual path and live this life with intention. It's time to let go of the societal expectations of being and let yourself find abundance through being uniquely you. Let's get started. Wow, we are only a few weeks away from my next round of Revive Your Sacral. This is probably the most epic group program that I have ever thought to put together. And I should even take away the word thought because this is something that I think for the first time in my life I understood was an actual download of information for me to share with the world. So this is really, really special for me. And if you've been in this with me for a little while now, it all started in the summer when I heard multiple times that I needed to share my story of abuse from start to, I don't want to say finish because it's ongoing, but that was the podcast episode that I aired a little while back. I want to say July, maybe it was August actually. And it all started with that. And over time, I got bits and pieces of information with why my story was so important to share and honestly, truly why I went through what I did because this is what I'm here to do. And I very much come to peace with that. And I see that my soul chose this because I I needed to be able to teach and guide others from a place of having been there, not from a place of I read it in a book or I went to school for it or whatever it was. 
And so I've been working for months now to create a program where I share how I've managed to heal from abuse, trauma, burnout. My body was in functional burnout in early 2023 up until August, September or so. And so I'm sharing the exact process for healing, manifesting, and growth that's designed to help women like me heal from burnout and trauma and get back to feeling inspired, creative, and connected to their vision again. Because when you're feeling burnt out, when you're stuck in a trauma cycle, when you're feeling numb to the world or worse, there is a lack of creativity. There's a lack of excitement and joy. The intentional manifestation, if you want to go that route, is not really... I don't want to say it's not working for you. It's always working, but there might be a block or a plateau that you struggle to get through. And that's because we're not connected to our deepest fire. And after learning this firsthand, literally over and over again, the universe started hitting me over the head with what it was here, what I was here to teach. This is finally what I recognized was the problem and how I healed I mean, I I really want to dare to say all of it for myself. So I finished running the beta version of this program in the fall, and it was like magic. I mean, I had clients and, and my friends within that program posting on social media, tagging me about the things that were coming up for them. And we cried together and we healed together, and there was such an energetic upgrade that happened within this program. And it's really, really special for me. So I'm calling it Revive Your Sacral because it's about rediscovering that mojo and creative juice for your work and personal life. This is not just for those energy beings that have a defined sacral center, and I will tell you why. Everything that I've seen in human design that had to do with the sacral center was catered to those who had a defined sacral center. And I feel that that's doing a huge disservice, not only to those who don't have a sacral center defined, but the fact that we're not learning how to coexist together if you're just basing it on your side of the equation. So defined sacral beings aren't learning how to help guide and mentor others who do not have that center defined and vice versa, and non-sacral beings, this this generator type energy that comes in the sacral center is not the same for the non-sacral beings. Therefore, they're even more prone to burnout and learning how to navigate how to borrow other people's sacral energy or what's right for them as a projector or a manifester or a reflector is really important And learning those boundaries around sacral beings is really important because sacral beings are about 70% of the population. So it's no wonder people without the defined sacral center are so tired. So we're really, this this is a program that I am welcoming and really encouraging even those who do not have a defined sacral center to join. And we're working on reconnecting with your vision, discovering your creative potential, letting your passion shine brighter than ever, letting go of the need for external nods, relaxing into the present, learning who you are and who you were designed to be. All of this pours into the other aspects of your life. Increased level of fulfillment, 
joy, intention, strengthening relationships, overall tapping into your inner guidance system to avoid future burnout, helping you make clear decisions, even through anxiety and fear. This is literally the exact process that I used over the past couple years that has quantum leapt me. And I always had a, not, not really beef with the word quantum leap, but I think it's a really big thing to, to say to someone. I think there's a lot of expectation attached to that. However, what I have seen from this for myself and the people that were in my first round of this, the beta program, it is a quantum fucking leap. I mean, it's massive. Like just one of the people within that group, even her business coach was like, what did you do to her? She's a totally different person. And then she provided this beautiful testimonial and she said, I'm talking about the client, I should say, not her business coach. She said, wow, it's been two months since I joined your powerful human design mastermind. I had no idea in the world, very little, how impactful this would be. Through our work, I've moved forward into places in my own heart, mind, and life that I've been avoiding. I've created boundaries. The positive impact this group has made on my personal growth and life in the past eight weeks has been huge. I will sing your praises from the mountaintop forever. That was just, that, oh, that just melted my heart so much. And I think it really encompasses the drastic change that she had even in the first eight weeks together. So this is something that's really powerful and it's in a group on purpose because the energetics that are at play when there's more people, extra powerful. But I am capping it. I want to say at seven people. I'm going to say seven people because it needs to be intimate. I want everyone to feel safe. And this is something that while I think it's really healthy to have a bunch of women surrounding you while you heal and grow and manifest and into that epic quantum leap, it's also really important to make sure that you feel seen and heard and safe in everything that we're doing. So I do have a few spots filled. There are a few more. Again, I'm only letting seven people into this program at one time. So if this sounds like something that you want to hear more about, Click the show notes below. We have a free call. You can chat with me all about it. We can decide if this is something that is a good fit for you or if maybe something else would be a better fit for you. Whatever it is, I will answer all your questions. Man, oh man, it is 2024. What a freaking whirlwind of a year. I have spent the last few weeks really reflecting on 2023 And it's so funny when we're in the moment, we don't realize how far we've come. We're very much in a society that causes us to struggle with where we aren't yet and where we want to be. And when I took the time to really look back on my year with my coach and my mastermind, it was incredible. I mean, I am not one to typically talk about two things. One, the phrase quantum leap and two, uh, money in my business, in your business, all of that. That being said, I'm feeling very, very pulled to share a couple of things with you because over the last year, a lot has changed for me. I have literally quantum leapt 
not only in my business and in my income, which I did 7x my income this year, but I also had a quantum leap in healing. And quantum leap always, I had some resistance around that term. I feel like it is a big thing to claim. And when I look back on this year and the things that have come through for me that I have been actively trying to heal and work through for me 15 years plus all happened within this year, I'm like, holy shit, this was my quantum leap year. And that's not to say that there won't be more, but I think since really leaning into my human design and into what responding feels like for me as a manifesting generator, which is honestly one of the most difficult things I've had to learn to navigate as an impatient MG, this was just, it was a mind-blowing year to look back on. I have had things healed physically, mentally, spiritually that I have been working through for many, many years. I'm talking 12 to 15 years for some of it. Some physical things that have been healed. It's just been insane. And I've recognized through all of this healing that that's where true success can really come from. That's what I'm being shown. That's what I'm being asked to share with you. You guys have seen everything unfold with how I've been sharing my story of abuse and trauma and overcoming all of that, changing my belief systems and my mind and my spirit, my sense of spirituality and what that means for me. And it's all coming together. It's those breadcrumbs that you follow, especially as a generator type. You just wait and you respond to what comes up and it all provides you the bigger picture later. And so it's not to say that I have arrived. I don't believe that we ever fully arrive. I think that it is a constant evolution and we continue to arrive at new levels, new places and spaces all the time. And I am feeling very confident in actually using the term quantum leap now. So much so that after my latest program, group program in the fall, I recognize, holy shit, I can actually provide this to other people too. And that's a sense of magic that I have that I had never felt before. I never saw myself as powerful, um, magical, mystical, any of that. And I'm fully seeing now I'm in my third, going out, yeah, going into my fourth year of leaning into my human design. And I, this, I know that this is all quote to blame for where I am right now. I would have never found the pieces that I could put together now without this system and the way it's helped me heal from my trauma has obviously played a role in my success in every other aspect of life, personal, romantic, business, financial. And it is just something that I'm feeling very ready to share now. Now, as still as of right now, I am not someone who believes for myself that it is all about the money and something that I'm going to be talking about here, all about the money. Like that's not what I'm here to do. I feel very strongly about that. Will I teach people how to use human design in their business? Hell fucking yeah, because it's epic. Will I teach people that they can find their sense of success through healing 
whether that's in business and career and financial or whatever else, hell yes, because that's what we do. That is how it works. But I am not someone who's feeling very called to tell you exactly how much money you can make and get to six figures or whatever. Like, that's just not what I'm here to do. So I bring in other people. If you guys want to talk about money in that sense, that's what I bring in other people to do. But what I am very, very aware to and present with in this moment is the the healing that I have had within my sacral center leading to my level of success that I'm at right now. And that's what I really want to deep dive into with you today. The sacral center has shown up very prominently for me. And it was even before I understood that that's what human design was, that that's what a sacral center was. I mean, I had no freaking clue, right? So let's back up a little bit. If you are new to me, hi, I'm Adriana, and you've probably heard at some point in this message that I had a lot of trauma, sexual abuse in my childhood, and I became very disconnected from my body. The term that they use in psychology is dissociation, which is a mental process where you disconnect from your thoughts, your feelings, your memories, or really any sense of identity. Basically, I was numb to the world. I was numb to me having any sense of impact that I was here to make or any um, spirituality or energies that were bigger than than us here, anything to co-create with, right? Like that was not a part of me at all. And this dissociation played a big role in my body not being able to heal, me not being able to feel into my body, to listen to my body, to know what it needed, right? If you're dissociated from your body, especially due to trauma, anything along those lines, by the way, I'm sorry if I'm sniffly, like we're all getting over colds and yeah, pink eye, that was fun, pink eye here. So I'm a little like icky today, but um, but that dissociation makes it way more difficult to try and feel into your body to hear what your body needs, any of that. So even when I first began understanding my human design, I tried the typical basic human design stuff where it talked about sacral center and my vocal responses and tapping into that. And it only got me so far because I I didn't really know what my sacral center felt like. And that's something interesting to sit with if you are new to human design or if you feel like maybe you haven't gotten the results that you've wanted, just be curious about what does my sacral center feel like for me or any center? What does my spleen feel like? What does my heart center feel like, right? So the more I I started to understand that I was still getting triggered, I was still having a lot of sensitive subjects that came up, I recognized that what needs to be healed is what's showing up for me. And that's why you guys have probably heard me say all the time, I love triggers. When I get triggered by something, I go straight to my journal. I'm like, oh shit, like what are we going to unblock now? <laughs> I'm like, this is my my next level, right? And back then I started to understand that this is coming up. This keeps coming up. Why is this coming up? And I realized that it was something that needed to be healed, whether it was a physical ailment that went haywire, like even worse than usual, um, or lack of satisfying work, functional burnout. You saw me go through functional burnout over the summer um, 
and any of that, it made me recognize that there's more layers here that I wasn't able to tune into and tap into. That's why I started picking up things like emotional freedom technique and tapping. Um, I am in therapy all the time. I have done a lot of EMDR work. That being said, it wasn't until human design and tapping that I saw the real, real shifts and changes that came to my life. And more recently, cacao, which has been an interesting addition into my daily routine. I recognized that there is a heart sacral connection that many don't talk about. Excuse me. See, I'm losing my voice. And when I think about it, I mean, it actually makes sense because the female form, feminine energy we tend to feel turned on and excited through our heart, right? It's like if you speak to our hearts, you're, you're typically speaking to our energy and to our soul. So when I found cacao, my very first cacao ceremony that I held for myself is when I actually channeled through that I needed to be doing sacral work and helping people heal through sexual abuse trauma, among any other body type of trauma, and associating back with their body. So it was very powerful for me and I use it all the time and now I'm using it in my programs, but that's a conversation for another day, which I will be having my amazing, beautiful friend Daniela on to talk about cacao in the near future. But for today, I want to really dive into the sacral center. We've talked about it. We've mentioned it on the centers episode, but I want to really deep dive into this and it does not matter if you have a defined sacral center or undefined. I am begging you to continue listening. If you feel that, oh, this is only for generators or sacral center definition, like I'm telling you, it is not. This is something that I want us to really understand. It's a coexistence together, right? And learning how to use and tap into our centers, whether they're defined or not, is extremely, extremely powerful. So what is the sacral center? If you're looking at your body graph, which if you don't have it, you can head to adrianakeefe.com slash get your chart or click the link in the show notes. It's completely free. You can download your human design graph right there and follow along with what we're talking about. So it's a little square that's in the groin center of the body graph. And if it's colored in, that means it's defined. It means you have a consistent access to the energy of this center. If it is not colored in, If it is the lighter color or white, it means you are undefined or you do not have a consistent access to energy there. You ebb and flow with people who you are around, basically taking an energy from those around you. And this sacral center is the workforce, life force energy, sex energy, the energy to create its power, its response. It's this literal feeling of turn on. Now, when we talk about sexuality, in the sacral center, it very much does mean sex and procreation. And also, that feeling of turn on can come with excitement and talking about work and what topic you're diving into. It can go very hand in hand, depending on the person that you're talking to. You can feel physically turned on by some things. Um, And some people don't necessarily feel that. Um, I will say that the more you heal, the more you come back to your body and the more you play around with things like sex energy, the more it does kind of feel like this turn on 
um, that's a really, it's like a clicked on kind of feeling in your body that is really helpful for understanding what's exciting you, what's what you're ready to spend your energy on, and so on. Now, the problem with today's society is everyone is addicted to this sacral energy. This go, 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 hustle, grind energy that generator types have, which is 70-ish percent of the population. So we kind of screw it up for the rest of the population, essentially, if we're not in alignment with a defined sacral. And it becomes this addiction, not just for people who have the defined sacral, where they feel like they could have the energy to do all the things, even if it's not in alignment, but we're also having non-sacral beings, so they call it, people who do not have the defined sacral center, getting sucked into that energy of, oh my God, I should be doing more. I should be doing this and, and doing that. I should be working eight hours a day. Why am I not having the energy to work eight hours a day? And because of this, non-sacral beings are deeply exhausted and sacral beings themselves who have the defined sacral are falling into their own exhaustion because now we're stepping outside of what could be normal boundaries for ourselves. We're forcing ourselves to do work that doesn't feel good because of expectations out, outside of our own, suffering in our own frustration. And that is not your fault. Let me just, before I go through the rest of this, tell you that is not your damn fault. This is the way we were raised. We were told, well, you guys, you've probably heard my spiel like a million times. You're told to graduate high school, go to college, get a job. You're supposed to get married, but you can't marry too quickly. Like make sure there's a long courting process and then you you get married and then you have kids and then you retire, but you stay in that same job until you retire and then you die. And that's just what we're told is right. It's not right. It's not for everyone. It's actually not for the majority of the population. But because of this, we feel like we're wrong or something's wrong with us or we're not doing it right if we don't follow that exact footprint. So this is not your fault. And it's a big, big problem that we're in. We've seen, especially since COVID, the, the levels of burnout and stress addiction. It's ridiculous, right? So we're going to go through defined and undefined a little bit more in depth. Uh, the shadow and the gifts, if you will, or the, in human design, it's like aligned or the not self, which is kind of how the shadow pops up. So if you are defined, if you have the sacral center energy, then you would be a generator type, generator or manifesting generator like myself. And when you desire something, when something excites you, you can create the energy to do that thing, to take it on. You feel excited and you feel like you could just have the energy to do it all day. It's a responding to something that excites you, deciding yes or no based on your vocal gut reactions. It is a gut response. That's where your sacral center is. And it's this consistent feeling when you desire something to create the energy to have that thing. And this powerful energy can feed other people. People can feel it. It's like this infectious, like, oh my God, I want to I do this too. I mean, I want to use that energy all the time too. However, if you aren't excited by something that you're about to do, you will not have the sustainable energy to do it. 
And this is where a lot of us generators are falling into this trap of, I mean, I, I mean, I could do it. Like I'm awake and I have the energy and sure, I can help you. I can do that. But it's not actually exciting to us and it's draining our battery in a very unresourceful way. This sacral, this sexual energy, it transmutes into life force to do what you love. And this can look like, again, we talk about sex energy. It can be about sex. It could, I mean, kind of, not fully about sex. I mean, like, it can be a balance between having good sex and good work. And it can go out of balance in either way. Too much work, not enough sex or creativity. Too much sex and creativity, not enough work. And then you feel like you don't have your energy isn't going anywhere. It's not being placed anywhere. It just feels like displaced energy. And then you're using them in in unresourceful ways. So with this defined sacral center, when you have this energy that you can tap into, there's a shadow, the not self. The not self could be, like we mentioned, saying yes out of obligation, overworking, functional burnout. You saw me go through this over the summer. Hello, like the universe is like, why is she not paying attention to the sacral center more? <laughs> it's also really minimizing your excitement and your enthusiasm about something because other people don't like it or it makes other people uneasy or it's not what your expectations are supposed to be, like whatever it is, really minimizing that excitement, that creativity, that sexual energy and turn on feeling is really draining for you. It like sucks the life out of your soul. I felt this firsthand over the past few years with the work that I do. It's a big change compared to me five, six years ago. And I have definitely outgrown a lot of relationships. And you would you see you would see it. I would respond with something that was somewhat spiritual or I was really excited about something I intentionally manifested into my life or whatever it was, and it wouldn't land with the other person. And then I would contract and I'd be like, oh, okay, um, I was weird. This was weird, right? That is so not what I'm here to do. You are here to feel that excitement and fucking share it and just be in it and live in it and obsess over it if that's what feels good for you. That's when you're going to create more energy to keep doing whatever it is you need to do that fulfills you. The gift, the alignment with the sacral center is responding to life with this yes or no, this gut response to know your purpose and contribution to life. You don't have to know sitting here right now exactly what you're here to do. But the more you respond, the more you pay attention to things coming up for you and you simply decide based with that gut response, it's a guidance, right? The more you say yes or no to things, the more your purpose and your contribution is just going to fall into alignment for you. You are here to generate this life force energy through feeling this excitement, through being excited about the work that you do. So please continue to follow your curiosity, follow your desires, connect to that energy. Find your sense of power through the work that you love. 
you're seeing me go through that right now. I mean, I started off with basic human design and I recognized a lot of my power, my excitement, my passion comes into play when I'm talking about, I know it's very interesting to hear me say this, when I'm talking about my trauma and lifting others through theirs. It doesn't feel like it should be an exciting thing to talk about, but I feel that I'm empowering the world when I'm guiding you through your trauma and lifting you up into your sense of purpose and contribution. So find what makes you feel empowered, and that is the beauty and the gift of this sacral center energy. Now, if you are undefined in the sacral center, if it's on your chart, if it is not colored in, you could be a projector, a manifester, or a reflector, it's really important to explore what work looks like for you, what sex energy looks like for you, what life force energy looks like for you. Because where those with a defined sacral center, where they could work on something like day in and day out if they're really excited about it, you are not designed to work, quote, work. Depends on, you know, work is different for everyone. But you're not designed to put all of your energy into something for hours and hours on end. You ebb and flow. You use all of your energy in a couple hours maybe and then you're just like that felt so good and I'm gonna rest now so try new things explore what your energy levels look like and when you feel like you're in your optimal level of whatever whatever it is that you're working on practice supporting yourself and understanding when enough is enough what you really desire Especially when you step away from other people, regardless of whether or not you know that they have a defined sacral center, you might feel really excited about something when you're with someone. And then when you go home later, you're like, I'm actually not that excited about it at all. Why was that? Maybe it's because the other person you were with felt that deep desire and you could feel it through them, which is such a beautiful thing to experience. And then later coming home and recognizing, okay, that was for them, that wasn't for me. So what do you really desire when you're in your own energy? Support yourself in allowing yourself to do less. I'm going to say that again. Allow yourself to do less. This is for everyone, which I'm going to touch on before we wrap up, but really just practice doing less And using your energy in those spurts where you really have what you want to give. Another really cool aspect of having this undefined sacral center is you can, like we said, you can feel another's sacral energy or desire. You can also use it if you want to, you know, sit with a friend at a coffee shop and get some work done and maybe they're a generator type and you're like, I just feel kind of slummy today. I just, I could use your energy to get me through whatever it is I need to do. Sure, try it. How does that feel for you? Sit next to them or co-work with them virtually and use that sacral center energy to get things done as long as you can understand when enough is enough and when it's time to turn it off. The other really amazing piece about having an undefined sacral center is you can feel, you can tell When a generator type or someone with a defined sacral center, when they're not using that sacral energy efficiently or for their highest good, 
You can feel what feels draining to them and what it feels like they really don't want to be spending their time doing versus when someone is in total fucking alignment and you could just like eat it up. You're just like, oh my God, I want to be around this all the time. This feels so good. Oh my gosh, they are so passionate. I can feel it. It's emanating from them. And that's a really amazing gift to be able to offer to a friend or a client, a colleague, whoever it is. So knowing that there is no bad part of having an undefined sacral or a defined sacral, there is no good or bad. There's gifts to everything, right? Now, the shadow side of this sacral center being undefined, your not self is, again, do I know when enough is enough? Putting yourself under too much pressure to work hard and work all the time, overcommitting because you feel like you're supposed to be doing more. That's the biggest thing I hear from especially projectors. I feel like I'm supposed to be doing more. So I'm trying to find things to work on and do, right? But the gift is really enjoying the ride of other people's sacral energy when it's there and how they feel and living their desires with them, taking and sampling what you want, leaving what you don't, and then after cleansing it from your body, cleansing it from your aura, and holding on to the memory, this wisdom of what it was to feel that other person's energy. You see how special that can be? You, you truly feel others' energies all the time. And so you're able to teach, to guide, to live through a sense of empathy, if you will, in that center and truly knowing what it feels like in the other. With this new year, hashtag new year, new me, right? No. But with new year, I don't do resolutions. I, I don't know. Whatever, whatever people typically like to do with goals or whatever, I don't like to keep it overwhelming. I just like to set an intention for the year. And this year, my intention word is actually intention. I'm being very intentional about who I'm teaching in human design, what I'm teaching, how I'm leaning into the energy work that I do alongside human design, the intuitive part of me, the channeler side of me, all of that. I'm being very intentional with who I'm working with and what I'm doing with this knowledge that I have. I'm not just throwing it out there anymore. I don't want to just be doing human design for everyone all the time. I know what I'm here to talk about, at least in this season of my life, and that's what I'm doing. That's what my word for 2024 is, is intention. I want to be intentional every single day. So I want to ask you, what do you want your word to be? Maybe... I mean, if you're listening to this, chances are you are striving for some version of success, whether it's in your business or your career or your personal life or your romantic life. So what do you want success to feel like to you? Because I feel like that's what a lot of people lean into the sacral center for is this, this version of their success. So what do you want that to feel like? Whether you're defined in the sacral center or not, you are not designed to do all the things all the time. Success to me no longer feels like running myself a million miles into the ground, doing all the things, being on the PTO, 
and showing up at every event, like that is not what success feels like for me anymore. Success feels slow. Success feels the first quarter of my day exercising, having my cacao, meditating, tapping, journaling, being intentional, channeling. That is what success really feels like for me. Not jumping out of bed and opening up my laptop and getting right to work. So knowing that I have found success through slowing down and I'm a generator type, I want you to understand that we're all meant to slow down and wait in some way. You don't have to force things into your life. Things will get done. You don't have to jump right to your computer in the morning or rush having your kids when you really want to be doing the things that you do for work because you love it, which I get. Trust me, I get. But everyone is designed to slow down in order to speed up. So whether you're a generator type or not, give yourself proof of less being more. Doing less as a projector type maybe means resting and doing less as a generator type maybe means stop forcing things at work and spend hours doing things that light up your sacral. My 2023 reflection showed me, which I actually completely forgot about, but my most successful month was filled, I mean financially, my highest month of 2023 financially in this business was filled more with fun, personal, and family activities than it was with work. Isn't that interesting? I did have a launch for my unicorn experiment business program. However, I approached it in a way of less is more, and I filled that time up with fun shit all the time. Went out to dinner with friends, sat in the dry sauna at my gym, exercised, tried some new classes, went on date nights with my husband, when actually we had an overnight away with my husband, Um, lots of family events on the weekend because it was starting to get warmer out, and keeping track of when you have your most success, whatever success looks like for you, is really important as giving yourself proof of less is more. So whether it's a full month that you want to reflect back on or whether it was a weekend where you're just like, holy crap, I just made $5,000 in two days and I wasn't even at my computer. What was I doing? Keep a journal. Track what you're doing or what you're not doing and what results come from it. Practice intentional manifestation. If that's new to you, go back to episode 109, just a couple episodes back to understand what that means if it's new for you. And just practice giving your brain evidence that doing less is more. Define sacral or not, whether it means resting or spending your energy on exercising, hiking, um, going to a full moon sound bath. Like what is lighting you the fuck up? Do that. In 2024, I want you to ask yourself, Do I want to operate from fear or from love? Do I want to operate from anxiety of what I don't yet have? Or from a place of true presence and intention every single day? Let's kick this off with a few journal prompts, if you will. You know I love fucking journal prompts. I'm saying the F-bomb a lot today. I'm sorry. See, this is what happens when I get really in my 
my zone with my work. Very passionate. I swear a lot. I'm sorry. Um, so grab a pen and paper unless you're driving. You know what? We'll pop these in the show notes. So if you're driving, you can just come back to the show notes later. I want you to take note on these these four questions. Take your time, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Really just take some time going through it. And we're going to think about the sacral center. First question, what situations are exhausting for me? What's exhausting you lately? Second question, do I know when my body is telling me enough is enough? And again, as a defined sacral being, that can also happen. I've experienced it. Third question, where have I been in alignment with my sacral center? So where have I felt that true flow, that excitement, that desire, that passion, that turn on, feeding off of someone else's energy, giving myself less to get more? Fourth question, what one thing can I start doing today to grow into alignment with my sacral center? What one thing can you start today? Whether it's paying attention to when your energy comes to a screeching halt this afternoon and instead of forcing yourself to finish the things on your to-do list, you just take a step back and you go for a hike or you go yoga or meditate or maybe you need a nap, right? Like, And what does that feel like in your body when it tells you, nope, I'm done? For me, it, it feels, I can feel it in my head. I start to get this um, this pressure that feels like a headache coming on. And that's how I know, okay, time to step away. I'm done for the day. All of this has been a massive part of how I have healed. I've healed physical ailments. I've manifested things into my reality that I've been working for years and years and years to find a solution for. I have 7X'd my income and my business. I have created a better, I don't want to say more passionate. I've come back home to the passion in my marriage because it was there. It's all it's always there in the background, but as someone who is a survivor of sexual abuse, that sex energy can be a really tricky fucker. <laughs> so, healing that more and more has allowed me to come back to feeling like that woman again and connecting to that womb space, if you will, sacral center, if you don't have a womb, whatever feels good for you. And all of this has led me to to channeling what I'm here to do, what I'm here to heal others through. That's why I have the Revive Your Sacral program kicking off in just two weeks. This is all about rediscovering your mojo, your creative juice, whether it's for your work or your personal projects, whether you are defined in the sacral center or not. I am including sacral and non-sacral beautiful souls in one program because I haven't seen anyone else do that. And the only way we can break this cycle of societal hustle and burnout is if we are all aware of each other and have this mutual recognition of how each other exists as far as energy not fighting against it, not fighting against what is opposite of us, but learning to live in harmony, enjoying the ebbs and the flows, learning how to communicate with non-sacral beings if you are a sacral being and vice versa. 
we need to learn how to coexist. And all the programs I've ever found on sacral were for generators or for the opposite, non-sacral beings. And I'm like, why the fuck isn't anyone getting them all together? We all live together. You can't just, it's like, it's, what do they call it? Spiritual bypassing. That's what it feels like for me. It's like when you toxic positivity yourself into thinking everything's going to be great and you shove all your stuff under the rug, never want to come back to it, but then you never reach the levels of success that you envision for yourself. It's because you're not actually digging deep. And that's what I feel like is happening when there's these programs catered to sacral versus non-sacral or whatever it is, because then they don't learn how to coexist together and we're all coexisting together. So what's the point? But I digress. I know. So this Revive Your Sacral is for both, for any and all, any and all sacral, non-sacral beings, where we're really going to focus on reconnecting you with your vision, discovering your creative potential, and letting yourself shine brighter than freaking ever. Letting go of the need for external validity, relaxing into the presence, learning who you are, who you're designed to be, all of this to bring you the fulfillment that you're searching for, the fulfillment that pours over into your family, into your relationships, receiving that, and I'm going to say it, quantum leap that you've been yearning for, right? It's it's happening. It's here. I'm saying it because I've seen it. I've, I've seen this work do it for other people. And so now I'm actually going to be that person that's going to tell you this is a quantum evolution leap. Learning how to tap into your inner guidance. Avoid that future burnout. Make decisions that are clear for you, even through anxiety and fear. Do you want to be operating from fear or from love, right? So when you click all these pieces together, you're recreating the masterpiece that is you and your purpose. And you can feel connected to your work and your vision again. And I'm really freaking excited to be offering this publicly really, for the first time for this cohort. I have a few seats taken, but there's a few left. I am only allowing a limited number of seats to be taken because it is a very intimate program and I want everyone to feel seen and heard and in a small enough space that they feel that they can talk about whatever they need to talk about. Head to the link in the show notes. You can book a call to chat with me. It is by application only. And I think it's needed now more than ever. So if any of this resonated with you, if you are ready for 2024 to be that quantum leap for you, to be the year that you are operating from from love and from passion, from excitement and joy and intention, then I'm telling you we need to talk. So book a call with me. We have a few weeks until we kick off. And I would love to hear what your word of the year is going to be. Shoot me a message over on Instagram, Audrey Keefe, A-D-R-I Keefe. Screenshot this episode and share it to your stories or Facebook, whatever you do. I don't know. I use Instagram mostly, but like, listen, if you want to tag me, I will find it, I'm sure. So screenshot it, maybe add in your word for the year, and I would love to see what you've got going on. All right. I will see you next week. Have a beautiful freaking rest of your day. 
Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Any links will be linked in the show notes below. And if you loved what you heard today, please be sure to click subscribe and share your thoughts with me by dropping a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can help you, head over to adrianakeith.com. You can download your human design chart and get other free resources. And for extra inspiration, don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Audrey Keefe, A-D-R-I Keefe. I'd love to hear from you. Till next time, my friend, stay awesome, beautiful soul.